0: Welcome to another episode of the Damn Dolphins Podcast. We haven't <laughs> we haven't been with you guys since like week one, but uh... Because Mike's now former job keeps him away from
1: everybody. That's true. Because you gotta serve those country
0: club people, rich bastards. Yep, but I quit my job, so maybe we should bang out some more episodes All right. after that. Yep, we'll get what that. What is
1: that? That is a... Uh, is that your phone? Yes. That was uh, one of my many text textos.
0: Great. Yeah. Uh, we will not edit that yeah. out. We're going to keep it there. We're going to deal <laughs> with it. <laughs> All right. Just keep your phone on silent. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, some things to get to. The Dolphins finish uh, 5-11 and on the season with a very, very impressive win in Foxborough, Massachusetts against our, well, I guess the evil empire, the New England Patriots. Would have thought that would happen. I didn't think that would happen. I don't usually, usually, we go up there and get our butts whooped. But yeah, man, I make good money betting against Miami when they go up to New England. But I guess once every ten or eleven years, the Dolphins manage to pull out the win. I believe uh, the last time the Dolphins won up there was two thousand eight, when they whooped out the the wildcat. Wild off offense. Yeah, and then we creamed the Patriots. But, I think uh, that's I think that's the first time we beat Brady at.
1: Uh, Fox World, because uh-huh. that 2008 season, uh, yeah, that 2008 season, freaking, um,
0: he was out. That's right. No, yeah, that was the year he, uh, what was it, towards the ECL or something like that? Yeah, 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 I think it was against the Chiefs. Yeah. But maybe even earlier in his career, like during, back in his early couple seasons, maybe we went up there with Jay Fiedler, I'm not sure. Uh, not a long, yeah. while back, man. That's yeah, long time ago, long, long, long time, time, time ago. down in a galaxy far away. Mm-hmm. But uh we went up there and I thought it was I, I thought they played really, really well. Um that was coaching at
1: its best, dude. Yeah. You could freaking Brian Flores. I have never been in love with a coach right now as I am with Brian Flores. And you're talking to a guy that got hyped up for Joe Philbin coming here. Man, I was wrong about that. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone who didn't even call the plays for the Packers <laughs> offense. But uh I still I don't hate Philbin that much because he was the one that pretty much said draft Derek Carr when well, we still had Tannehill for a while. Yeah. So I'll give him props for really seeing the future though. It looks like now Derek Carr is no longer as beloved as he was yeah. three years ago. Then it, oh, to, you, so you saw there's an interesting stat. Sorry to go off topic. Apparently Derek Carr has the second most losses since his debuting. It's like fifty five losses tied with his they, really yeah wow yeah i, I might say but,
0: the st- i might be saying the stat incorrectly but he has a lot of losses right now apparently at, at one point he looked like a superstar and then now he just kind of looks like another ryan tannehill almost. Uh, i still think this guy's better i know than i know no, no. i I, 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 will, I see it too i see yeah, it too yeah. but i mean definitely, he definitely i mean tannehill never had a season like he had a couple years ago nope um but uh getting back to the dolphins but anyway uh, yeah yeah, I, I thought th- it was like one of those back and forth games. Uh, you know, we we'd go down the field and we couldn't necessarily score in the red zone, and then all of a sudden, so we'd either kick a field goal or punt, and then the the, the Patriots would do the same thing. It was kind of like back and forth like that. Yeah, occasionally, like one of the teams would punch one in and get a touchdown, but uh, I thought I thought the Dolphins were playing really really well like I like I, I like usually like I said before we we usually just go up there and get whooped like right off the bat and just look like clueless and silly and then all and, of a sudden and this uh, wasn't
1: like a game where like New England rests the starters or anything this is the opposite of that that Texas Titans game where you're all like oh Ryan Tannehill is like finally stepped out like he beat freaking A.J. McCurry, right I get I get it I get it I, I'm just but, saying like like
0: you know you, you, you see the consistency that he's had yeah uh, I I still just think he's a game manager that 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 doesn't really do much unless he has a run game like yeah. I, I like I'm convinced that's the thing and I know he's throwing downfield like a maniac nowadays but but uh, I don't know I I just I I'm really convinced that you take away the run game and then he just becomes what he was for the Dolphins all those years fair enough
1: but anyway this last what, point what the point is that yeah, we keep going off talking I know because somehow Brian just comes back to haunt us for I, know, I know I know I know he, he's like a mosquito he just keeps on biting. Anyway, what was I saying? Was that that? Oh uh, yeah. So it wasn't a game where New England wrestled all their stars. They had to win this game to keep their playoff, hope, their first round bio open. You know, no one wants to go to the wild card on a Saturday, bro. They want to wrestled
0: week, especially Tom Brady, yeah. the old man. Now. Well, winning two games to get to the Super Bowl is easier than winning three, right? Exactly. But, and, uh, but Miami literally
1: played the spoiled game. A team that we all, everybody thought was probably the worst team ever, ever assembled. It's probably still is one of the worst rosters ever assembled. But
0: after an 0-7 start, Miami 1.5 out of 5-4. Yeah. And then what, what what shocked me was that, like, how, how consistent I think the Dolphins were throughout that game. And then, like, there were times where, like, New England just looked... Pretty awful, and if it wasn't for a couple big plays, I thought they would have totally had like the breath and the momentum taken Mm -hmm. out of them. Yeah, Uh, like Brady was off the mark for like I don't know, like half of his throws that game, and it didn't. I mean, it kind of got better in the second half, but during the first half, he he was missing like half of his throws. Uh, This is death. And then and then and then they had and then New England even uh, before the half had like two minutes left. To to go tie the game. And then and they had a couple of timeouts too. And I was so shocked that Bill Belichick had so such a lack of faith in his offense going against my the worst like defense of the league, or almost anyway. <laughs> yeah. And he was so scared. He didn't even he just he just like what he ran the ball a couple of times or he knelt or nope. something. He just like he didn't even try to go Belich- down the field and score has, against Belich- the worst roster in the league. Belichick he was had, afraid. This is one of those weird
1: coach games by Belichick where it feel he feels so. Like I've seen this before. I remember a few years ago it was the final game of the year. It was us against them over here in Miami, and Belichick had one of his weird coaching games where, like, he basically he didn't put the ball. And, he didn't put the ball in Brady's hand. Like you can tell that. He didn't want the offense around him during that game plan or something, and they lost that game. And I don't think this is the similar thing. I think this was just more of that. Uh, what momentum Eng- in that game. Momentum in New England's offense is just not as not really good. I know, I but it's just
0: it's just so funny when you just compare it to like, dude, it's the four and eleven Dolphins at that point, and it it is just like you're afraid of the four and eleven Dolphins that's constructed with a bunch of backups and castoffs and and players that that nobody else wanted. Yep. And and you're afraid to go down the field and they're still ranked as the worst defense. Yep. And you won't even try to go down the field with a couple timeouts in 2 minutes with the goat Tom Brady? Yeah. I mean, I know he's like, you know, he's not having his best season or whatever, but I mean why not try I don't I, know. I, still think I thought that, that I, 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 th- th- I still thought that was a I unique still, thing I still think the whole he's not having his best
1: is a little overstated there's still like yeah I know, it, it, they're you know still it's not like, like, entirely on the court right? yeah like this whole media about like New England this year and how Celebrity's washed up crap like that I think that's so overstated I think I think the media's having a field day talking shit about New England but like I, I never thought like I think a lot of it's just because dude their personnel kind of sucks, dude. You know, they're not that great running the ball. Their receiving core is garbage. They have no tight end at all. I mean, they're relying on Ben Watson. Like, God, how long he's been around? No, he's been. I don't know,
0: he's, he's, like, he's like forty like, years old? I yeah, think. like it's just like, dude, you don't even have like a like a real tight end right now. Yeah, like, and, and, and now, everybody's like, Gronk's gonna factor. come back,
1: and it's just like, oh no, man, Gronk don't want to come back. Yeah. Bro. I don't think Gronk's ever gonna come back. I
0: mean, bro. I, I, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't. Uh, I mean, knowing how much he could be involved, you know, skip most of the season, wait until uh, New England pitches a playoff berth, and then show up and then start playing again. I, I was a little bit surprised that I, I mean, you know, sometimes players do that. I thought he could do that, especially when the offense needs so much. But uh, but then during the second half of the game, uh, there there was a there was a point in the game where I thought it could the momentum could have turned and we could have had New England early. It was when I think it was after like Ryan Fitzpatrick rushed in for a touchdown, and you just saw like the New England players just like put their hands on their hips and put their heads down and stuff. Wait, why don't you park somewhere? I'm gonna be talking. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, no, I, I'm I'm with you, bro. Um, and then uh... and then and then right, you know, the, I think that was the drive after that. New England had a big play with their fullback coming out of the backfield and Brady. Tossed it to him, and then he just had I don't like daylight I actually, I don't ahead I of that. him for a time. that, that kind of either tied the game or got them I back. My, I it. might
1: have been on the road, like rabbit food or something, during that because I don't remember that. Oh,
0: okay. Well, it I don't know. It, it was just it was just a play. It was just a drive and a big play after that that just seemed to to get New England's emotions back in the game again. But uh, you know, I, I thought the the I thought the game was beautifully called by oh,
1: yeah. recently
0: fired Chad O'Shea. Yeah. I thought a lot I, of the I, offense I, this season was. I don't.
1: I don't like that. I, I don't like that. I think it's a terrible move. I don't understand that decision. I
0: didn't understand it either. I thought. I thought the play calling was uh, more or less brilliant throughout the entire season. I mean, there was like a handful of situational play calls where I'm like, uh, "What are they thinking? Why are they running it on like third or fourth and short when this team is not built to run the ball at all? They suck at it." Yeah, or, uh, this
1: team is so bad running the football. Yeah, I it's know. like it's not even. So,
0: whenever they handed it off on third and fourth and short, I I really didn't understand it. But uh at the same time, you know, I I thought our play calling was really good for the most part and uh, our offense looked creative, it looked diverse. We were getting we we were getting a a lot out of our receivers. Uh we got a lot out of um his name? Albert Wilson yeah. later in the season. We got the best season out of Devontae Parker. Yeah, Devontae
1: Parker played like a... Look at how, he, like, when he's finally healthy and he's got uh, a quarterback like actually throw... A real quarterback. A real quarterback could throw it down the field. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Look, it's not like I never liked Brian Fitzpatrick. I just knew that he was just... He is who he is. Like, I, I don't go crazy for obvious, like... Bridge, like, freaking... Obvious, like... Journeyman quarterbacks, like, people just like to love them because maybe they're just an interesting character, but I don't think they're great, but Ryan Fitzpatrick really impressed me this year, especially after that terrible start. Yeah, I thought so, too. And I, and I think, when you really think about it, I think he did need it to be the starter, because I think this team, this particular team, needed that veteran presence in the most important position, and I guess Josh Rosen just did not have the mold for that, and you can make the argument it was probably for the best for his career's mm-hmm. sake he can't be the starter of this particular team right
0: now i think i think a a lot of inexperienced when the team's built with a whole bunch of inexperienced players that are young and that uh just want an opportunity to be on the field and learn and Mm -hmm. and just be the best players they can be i think they need like i i think they need to look up to somebody who can just just yeah been there done that grab them by the shoulder or their arm or whatever kind of Pull them, put them in the best position to win and to learn and and just be successful. And I and someone who when other player when young players feel lost, they can be like, "Well, I feel lost, but this guy knows what he's doing." And I think that's what they got in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And he and he really, he just felt like so comfortable in this offense. Like he was putting the ball mm-hmm. where it needed to go. He was making really good decisions for the most part. He was slinging it downfield. He saw like mismatches. He threw it up to. You know, the big receivers, Devontae Parker and Preston Williams. Oh, cause, yeah. like, And that's what they're built for. That's what Devontae Parker was built for. And Ryan Tannehill was never that aggressive quarterback for us to just mm-hmm. throw up 50-50 balls. Exactly, he, he, no. wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, um, like,
1: Devontae Parker kicked ass that day. Like, you talk about, like, who should be the AFC Player of the Week, bro. He Offensive Player of the Week. That guy made Stefan Gilmore, who everybody thought was, like, the best corner in the league, look like Bush League shit, dude. Yep that was impressive bro I've never even been a big Devontae Parker fan but like he's really finally showing his potential I know he had a lot of injury issues and maybe he needed a new coaching stuff. you know it, it I, I it, it really shows me like this coaching staff like something about Flores I've been saying this all year since the beginning of the year right before the season started with the whole Kenny Stills thing I just saw I love his demeanor I love what I see out of him. He, he doesn't feel like a fucking raw... Look, Tony Sperano was a annoying, raw, raw, 1980s-style coach that doesn't really work in today's NFL. Mm-hmm. Joe Philbin, while I don't hate him, was the softest motherfucker ever. He let the Bullygate thing happen. And, like, oh, and then you have Gase, who's the most arrogant motherfucker on the planet. He's never done anything. He's never done anything. And, like, And I feel like Miami... Like, give props to Steven Ross for all his criticisms. You can criticize him for all these years of running the team. He did see, like, what needed to be fixed. And he needed to fix the culture, bro. The culture of this team was so bad through the years, bro. The Bullygate scandal. The shit with freaking... Jay and Gase. It's just so much stuff that... You had to fucking scrub everything, and I, I could understand. I felt for sometimes I think part of the reason why their tank, they went through that whole major tank because they just needed to scrub every single bad juju you could think of out of that team. It's circularly fresh. And Flores, dude, like, you know, and I said this. And I think I've told you this. I never said this in the podcast because we weren't recording enough, but I've told you this before. That game against Washington, the moment... He yanked Josh Rosen out of the game to put in Fitzpatrick. He fucking yanked that motherfucker, put in Fitzpatrick, and Fitzpatrick started balling and fucking brought it back. And then you know we made that touchdown and like at the end of the game and fucking and he could have easily just went for the fucking PAT, go to overtime, whatever. No, Brian Flores was like, no, we're gonna fucking win this game. They lost. You know, it was a bad it was a bad play call, whatever. But that showed the locker room. That's the one thing about the coaches, people need to understand. You do not want to lose the locker room. You lose the locker room, you are fucked. You're mm-hmm. a dead man walking. You're mm-hmm. a lame duck at that point. He he pretty much told the locker room after that loss, I went for two because I wanted to win this game, bro. And players love that shit. And I think that was the moment the players bought it, bought into it. And the metrics showed that, yeah, ever since that day, they were playing a lot harder. You know, they lost to Buffalo and Pittsburgh after that Washington game. But they were playing hard. They were playing tough. The games were close. You know, just those were just better teams that kind of just had a better roster. So eventually, you know, they, had a, they caught up. And then, you know, that game against Miami against a division rival they Hate and it's Adam Gates. You got a lot of these players that want to fucking beat his ass. That was part of the roster. I called that win. I called that win too. Yeah, I was I like, this is, this is going to be this the is first win, win. That's, That's going to be our first win. And they did it. You can tell these players, they play hard for him. They buy into him. They
0: believe in him. There's something about Flores, bro. He... He doesn't strike it, me. He doesn't strike it's me as like so, a... It's so funny because like the... He's, he just looks so likable with the players, but also he's just so, like, stern and, like, he's going to run it his own way, and I think, I think they kind of respect that. I think he tells players what's up, and, and, you know, it's up to the players to either buy in or or, get out out of here, but, uh. And
1: props to Miami, dude, they, and they've been keeping on their rules about, like, getting rid of people they want. Look, they have, Mark Walton was playing really good with us, but they told Mark Walton, bro, you're on a short-ass sleeve, bro, um, Leash. Leash, I'm sorry. The uh, Mo moment he freaking messed up, you're out, bro. Mm-hmm. You're out, and they did it. They, the they, Ryan Fitzpatrick has to be the leading rusher for the rest of the year, so be it, bro. They ain't playing around, dude. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Xavier Howard. Cause, cause, uh, well, the
0: thing is, like, Flores knows he has a leash. He knows, like, oh, this is my first year. I'm projected to lose anyway. Let me just do shit the way I just want to. And and they and you know I'm still gonna have next year on the team too because you know th- this is the year to experiment this is the year to just you know add and cut guys and try to make the roster as as much as I can because like he knows he has time after this like you can't this is the year to experiment like after this year there's no experimenting the the lease gets shorter and shorter unless you start winning and putting the team together uh, had had the the firing of Ch- offensive coordinator Chad O'Shea I thought it was really puzzling. Uh, I know statistically when you look at you know the dolphins where the dolphins uh, fall in the offensive rankings at the end of the year, I know it does look bad but uh there are a couple statistics that show that like I think in the second half of the year once uh Fitzpatrick got reentered as the starter that uh they were there, I think they were like top 10 in passing or top 15 in passing. Or just like in the offense overall, like the offense wasn't that bad. And uh, you know once Fitzpatrick got in there and tried O'Shea, I thought he, I thought he was very creative. I thought he used players really correctly. I know he couldn't get out of the run game, but you know that's, you know that's to be, you no, know no, I, I think no. you got to be empathetic towards that because like you know he doesn't have much to work with. He doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have a real starting running back. Like. He was getting the best at, at, again, uh, you know, what he could. And the receipt you know, some of the starting receivers got injured. Preston Williams got on IR. Chakeem Grant, who got an extension, he got on IR. You know, like he doesn't really have much to work with. And I thought he made the yeah, I best or, uh, you know chicken really, salad out of chicken. I don't you know, really,
1: I don't like that because like you want some continuity. I would, I would think they would keep O'Shea, keep this continuity. Cause New England, New England's kind of the same thing. You know, they don't. A lot of those assistant coaches kind of stay there for a while until they get the job they want and stuff. I know Josh McGann, is a hot con- candidate, but I wouldn't be surprised if he stays in a- stays again. Yo, why?
0: Why wouldn't he? He just wins. I mean, like uh, sometimes it's just like you're, you're there for so long, you always win. Like, why? Why would you want to go anywhere else? Like, like when people when people talk about Brady, I don't know why, uh, I don't oh, is Brady why- going to be in New England next year? Of course, he is i i I see no reason why he would never be there. All they do is win there. Why wouldn't he just stay there with the Hall of Fame coach? He's a Hall of Fame player. They win the a f c east every year. It's never even close, not really except for the bills this year maybe and then uh but you know he's in a good situation and why screw that up? All he do is win Super Bowls up there. I mean you know maybe it's later in his career and maybe they need to get some things fixed on fixed on offense. who knows but uh i I don't know i I don't really understand getting rid of Chad O'Shea. I thought he was really good uh I don't know you know sometimes you think you need to change it uh you know sometimes you take a guy who was kind of good you take him out of there and then you replace him with someone who isn't as good yeah
1: what are you gonna replace yeah exactly him? exactly there? I have no idea who's out there you're gonna get another some of the scrub anyway yeah. like you might as well just stay put like and that's just not good, especially if you're gonna have a young qB soon. You
0: want QB to have some continuity, man. Yeah. Now, offensive line coach Dave DeGuglielmo gets God, how, fired. How many times did we fire that guy? Uh, I think it's this. It was his third stint with the Dolphins. Why do we? But keep- you know, it's just like again, he's not working with anybody on the offensive line. Like, uh, you know, and even even at times, even working with this offensive line, he he managed to get them to to make a pocket at times and. and Provide some sort of adequate protection. I mean, yeah, we did win five games with a bunch of b- backups playing on the offensive line, except for maybe Daniel Kilgore. Well, Devin you know. wasn't terrible either. You can, and he can. Yeah, he like, wasn't exactly terrible, but 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 I'm saying, like, you're firing these guys.
1: Yeah, like I, 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 I don't,
0: I don't really know the reasons. Maybe it's not just performance. Maybe it's something else. But. I mean, you you gotta understand what the what you're working with too. I mean, he, it's not like he has a star-studded offensive line. It's not like Chad O'Shea has a star-studded offense all around. I mean, these guys I thought did the best of what they could with what they had. Uh, and who else? Uh, safeties coach. Uh, to, to, uh, what was the name? Tony Odin. I think his name. Yeah. I think he was the safeties coach. Yeah, I know.
1: It's uh, again,
0: uh, both our starting safeties went on IR. And he's playing with Eric Rowe, who used to be a CB for the New England yeah. Patriots, who was playing CB here for us for a little bit. He he had to move – Rowe had to move to safety. And then and then uh, there was another guy. It was a Hurricane standout. Oh, I forget his freaking name. You might know his name. It was a practice squad on the Seahawks, I think, and they signed him. Anyway. I don't remember. I I'm blanking think. on his name. But, but, you know, then he's starting at safety too. I mean – <laughs> but it, I don't know. I just think I think it's a little unfair to fire these guys. Uh, but you know they know more than I do. You know? I mean they're 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 with the team every day, so maybe it's something else. Uh, but I don't know. I I think I really hope they find a really good replacement for for a replacement for Chad O'Shea because uh, I, don't know. I I I thought that was really puzzling. I didn't really like that move at all. Yeah, I don't uh, like that movie either. I thought I thought there were a lot of key plays on like crucial downs that he came up with something good to to move the chains. And I don't know. I really like that guy, and I and I can't say that much about offensive coordinators with the Dolphins over the years because what we had uh, who who was our first coordinator with Tony Sperano? You remember? I think it it wasn't Sperano. Some other guy.
1: I don't I remember. I I know Brian Dable was
0: there for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know it was. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, but that was after like a couple was guys Mike, got fired.
1: Was Mike Nolan a defensive coordinator or offense coordinator?
0: Mike Nolan? Yeah, we had him for a while, but I think he was a DC. Uh, yeah, I think he was a DC. Yeah, I think he had a good year from what I remember. But anyway, yeah, then I don't know. At some point, we had Tony Soprano as our OC. Then it was uh, then it was Joe Philbin with you know fucking a handful of guys who got hired and fired like Mike Sherman, Bill Lazor, uh, what Zach Taylor was was there. Zach Taylor guys. Yeah, exactly. Zach Taylor's a head coach still. Then we got Adam Gase, who, aside from that one year with Tannehill, we had, we, when we had an average yeah, but, uh, but passing Adam, offense, Adam, we, the, we
1: didn't really have a true OC because yeah, Gase exactly. was the one running the
0: offense. I know. And even after kind uh, no, got injured, we—I mean—the offense was bad. I but mean, no, but this now, but now the offense is bad on the Jets too. I'll well, go figure. No, but this is still—I still don't like this because
1: it just—it just looks bad. Like it just like like look at Rosen, dude. Like Rosen is already now has a fourth OC on the way. Now he's only been in the league two years and he's had three OCs and now he's going to get a fourth one the upcoming year.
0: Yeah, that's good. How point.
1: are you supposed to develop this kid? Who's already? Everybody's already.
0: Like the league is already looking like they like, are. Like the league already looks like they gave up on this guy. Yeah, I don't know about the league, but it just seems like the Dolphins are. I mean, I, I know the media was rooting for the kid when he was starting, and I don't they understood. That far. No, they were. They were. I, I remember watching some pregame shows, some halftime shows, and and like you know some some sports shows and podcasts after that, saying like, "Man, you know Ro- Rosen, like he shows some talent, but uh, you know he's just in a really bad situation, but." I thought they they understood his situation. and They thought that he was trying to make the most out of it too. Yeah, it wasn't like they hated the kid or gave up on the kid. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they have now. I don't know.
1: I, I mean, I so I'm not going to get rid of him because we're not paying him much anyway. There's exactly. no there's no reason to get rid of him. Now, if you do want to get Tua, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I I'll I do think in the end Miami is going to get up and getting Tua because I think that was always their target from day one. I, I they're not going to admit that. Because that's bad for drafting and stuff. Because other teams are going to fucking play smoke and You got to play smoke and mirrors anyway mm-hmm. in the draft room. But I do think Tua is always going to be the de- the guy. And I'll support that. But, like, it's still unfair to Rosen that, like, one team literally gave up on him after an hour. And now this team is just, like, giving up on him and changing coordinators. It's just like, dude, can you give this kid? It's- can you give this kid something to work with, bro? Like, I'm so sick of, like, people saying he sucks. It's just, like, how do you even know that? You This kid has not given any opportunity, period. Yeah.
0: I didn't think he sucked. Even the games he started, yeah, I know he had a bad game against the Redskins, but, I mean.
1: The Redskins? I thought
0: I thought that was, like, the worst game he played because uh, I thought he had a decent game with the Cowboys. Yeah. There was I... a handful of touchdowns that could, that were, like, drops in that game. Oh, yeah, no, uh, I agree. Even late. No, uh, I think when he got when Fitzpatrick got pulled against the Patriots and then Rosen stepped in, he bombed one to Preston Williams that could have been a touchdown. And he dropped. That, yeah, he Preston we Williams the, we dropped led, it. I believe we led the league in drops. Actually. Then he bombed one to uh, I got Grant man. that probably could have been a, either a big gain or a touchdown. He dropped it. I mean, there, there, there was just he was just dealing with so many drops. Like Preston Williams, I know he's talented and everything, but he had a lot of drops. Like 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 like, I I don't know what the percentages are, but it just seemed like more like a little bit more than half the time you would catch it, but a lot of the times he 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 did have some drops, and I think Rosen statistically would look better if those Tiger. things didn't happen. Tiger. And and I and I never watched him saying, "Oh, this guy can't play at all." Like I thought he was re- a relatively no, I, he, I he made, made relatively play. quick decisions. I, I thought he play. made good decisions. Maybe some passes sailed high. And, you know, maybe he could brush up that. I know when he cr- kind of scrambles out of the pocket, they make a throw, his accuracy suffers. But... No, I, I actually do think he can play. I, 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 think, I think so, so too. too. I think he has really good interceptions. I think just, I, n- yeah. I didn't see a lot of, like, stupid interceptions. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, and that's the one thing. Like, when a guy can't play, he makes stupid interceptions. Like, that's what... Look,
1: he- man, like, Nathan Peterman fucking... I remember Nathan Peterman and
0: yeah. the Bills. Yeah, like, like five God, or six interceptions that, and, that and guy still
1: is got that guy still gets a job somewhere, some sort of third-string backup or a practice squad guy. Rosen is a fucking first-round guy who was the number one high school prospect coming out of fucking country. In the country, coming out of high school. Like, the guy's good. Like, is he the most athletic? No, I'll admit that. But, like, is there something about his demeanor or something that maybe turns off people? Okay, but
0: I don't think he sucks. And... He carries himself hard. Yeah. And, and, like, he has a lot of confidence yeah, when he Yeah, and
1: it's just like... Dude, you... This... Can a team please just give him a legitimate chance? Give him something to work with? Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. He goes to Arizona. Arizona has been a dumpster fire for a while. They have not been good. And then fucking... He goes to Miami, who's... Imagine you go... Imagine you're in one team. The team fucking... Gives up on you after an hour because they they want Kyler Murray and they want fucking Clint Kingsbury, and then you go to another team that's decided, hey, we're gonna completely strip everything and make a roster so bad that we need, we want to win many games, bro. Right? Yeah. It's like, how do you like? Doesn't you feel bad? lot people really feel bad for this kid. Come on, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is kicking ass, but dude, he's in Baltimore, bro. Baltimore's a good fucking organization, bro. They had, that, that team was already good enough to go far in the playoffs with Joe Flacco. And they were like, ah, oh, let's let's put Lamar Jackson in instead. But look at that. They make the playoffs, and a year later, they build
0: an offense completely around him, and they might win the whole thing. Yeah, and the only thing I've really heard about, like, the bad side of Rosen is that, like, the I mean, maybe there's other stuff talked about behind the scenes, but the only thing I've, like, publicly heard based on the interviews is that they just want him to make the right protection calls and get the calls out quicker. And that's and that's it. I think – and they always talk about how intelligent he is and how confident he is. Like, everybody – nobody ever said this guy was stupid, like, coming out of college or no, even his pro dude. career. Like, th- I think that's easily fixable. I mean, he is
1: – he's dude. a
0: second-year player. He's basically a rookie again on a new team. He, You know, there's going to be a learning curve, and I think he could do it because – Uh, Like Everybody talks about how how smart he is. I don't don't see why not.
1: Look, I'm going to be real, bro. And he's got a lot of talent, I I guarantee you, if if, if it wasn't for Arizona jumping up to get him, if he would have fell at number 11 last year, I would have grabbed him. I would have never looked back. Simple as that. I would have never looked back. Because I think this guy could be better than Ryan Tannehill. And like it could have been another situation where we start out slow as fuck, Teddy Hill's playing whatever. Okay, let's put the rookie in. You know, I, I, don't, I think Miami was at least somewhat decent enough last year. I, I always say this. I always thought Miami was just a quarterback away from being at least a playoff team. Mm. I mean, not a Super Bowl contender, but at least a playoff team. Maybe we don't have. We probably wouldn't have the defense, but I think we would have been okay. Like I always felt like those early teams weren't so bad. We just we just needed that. Fucking guy, that guy understands. Just to it. do
0: enough, just to do enough to like, like just win an extra two, maybe three games to just put us in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't given up on Burrows, and then and a lot of people would say they have, and I'm just like, I don't. know. You're not seeing what I'm seeing. I rewatched I re- all that kid's snaps and all those attempts, and, all, and I'm just like, man, this kid needs to clean up some things. But I mean, I thought I thought he was com- like relatively competitive in games. I mean, the guy—the guy basically should have beat out Fitzpatrick in the preseason. Like, when Fitzpatrick was on the field during the preseason, he didn't do anything, and then Rosen would come in with the starting unit or with the backup unit, whatever they when they decided to play him with the, during those games, and 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 he he threw the ball down the field. Like, I I, I don't know. I I I I don't think the Dolphins are done with him. There's no really. There's no real reason why they should be. I mean, like Rob said, he's really cheap. You know, if anything, he's a good backup. You know, like, and and the Dolphins need good backups right now because, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick ain't going to sit there forever.
1: Plus, if Tua is their guy, chances are he ain't going to play that first year. They're probably going to rest him while he recovers, which is fine because you still have Fitzpatrick for another year and you still have Rosen, if anything. Mm Mm-hmm. There. you. Like, go. I like we'll we'll actually have pretty decent quarterback. I mean, it's not like we're gonna win till next year. This team still sucks. I know, of course. We, we, we got a re-
0: lot of rebuilding. We need an offensive line. May I I don't know. Some people think our wide receiving core is good. I mean who knows what's gonna happen with Albert Wilson, maybe he stays, maybe he doesn't. Uh Alan Hearns, he always gets injured. He got injured again this year, didn't he? Uh Who else there? Jakeem Grants, you know, he's on IR too. Like, you know, like this team goes through so many injuries We need an entire f- Offensive line We need a running back And then uh, You know That's that, that's just one side of the ball Because we need Like an entire defense too It's crazy um, What else did I have On my On my little uh, Outline For today you I wrote sh- some, Yeah I wrote some notes I wrote some notes Let's see your what else
1: You shitty outline
0: um, Oh Should Fitzpatrick stay
1: yeah, of course. We need a quarterback.
0: You still need a, you still need a guy to play under center. I know, but I don't know. There was just some freaking he- headlights and hot takes on TV and and like freaking on on the internet saying, oh, is Patrick going to stare at the Doms? He's going to get rid of him. Uh, the guy is under contract for two years. He had a good first year. Barring any s- – I mean, the, the the team still needs a veteran quarterback to learn under. You still get a young Rosen underneath them If you draft. Tua, he needs to learn from a veteran too. I don't, and with all the experience knowledge of Fitz playing in so many different systems over his entire career, I don't see why they would get rid of Fitzpatrick. Anything you want to say on that? Fitz. I don't think we need to really go too much into it. Uh, you
1: plan for another year until you will figure out. Like no matter what, you're gonna draft a quarterback, but if you're, they're most likely gonna draft a quarterback who might not play next year. So you gotta have somebody on your center. You have to have somebody.
0: Yeah. Uh, another topic I had was what's the deal with Rosen? I uh, feel like we
1: talked enough about. Yeah,
0: that. we talked enough about it. Just to add one more thing, the Dolphins. Do think he's really improving? If you ask Flores, uh, I think it was the, a couple weeks ago. Flores did touch on where Rosen was at right now and his development. Uh, he did say he's 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 really improving right now, but uh, and I think he I want to say that he thought about making a change here and there, but just decided to stick with Fitz for the rest of the season. You gotta win. You gotta win. And then uh, our star CB Zavian Howard was arrested for domestic battery. Did you read up on that today? <laughs> um,
1: college f- friend. Um, I don't. I won't say friend because like we're not like close or anything. But like she was just uh, someone I knew from college. Like a classmate Really nice girl Uh She
0: actually co-wrote that art That Miami Herald Oh really? Barry Jackson Yeah Oh good for Barry yeah. I met that guy actually No I didn't meet Barry I met um uh Who's the other guy? Um uh, Oh Kelly? Think, no or? No Miami Herald guy It uh, was uh Not Armando Salguero it Was the other guy Armando Salguero Ah I'm blanking on him Anyway But uh but, you know, uh, Zayvon Howard, some people were, you know, now it feeds into the topic of conversation because the Dolphins, like, really high-character guys. That's just how Flores wants to build his, his thing, and I agree. That's fine. Uh, so now Zayvon Howard has a domestic battery thing. He gets arrested. Uh, the details of the, uh, of the case were that, uh, his girlfriend, I think it was, bought some sort of purse, with his money or something that he didn't he didn't know about, so he got upset with that. Kind of pushed her against a mirror or a wall or something, and then uh, the cops found like some sort of like redness and scratches on her mm. arm. Uh, so, barring a suspension, will he still be on the team because he is a high priced guy? They gave him an extension, but they want car- uh, players with high caliber character. Mm. But is it feasible? Like, can you see him not being on the team? Barring, I would say like if they got another offer
1: Carey, that that was really good, like the Larry Tunsil thing, like then he would not be on the team. But I, I
0: think he might stay. Here's the thing barring that kind of. Thing. I don't
1: think. I think they're paying a lot of money for him, and they know he's that good to get rid of him like that. I think he's just going to be in the commission exempt list for a while. Because yeah. even even if even if like even there's even if nothing happens like if there's no lawsuit or anything like that there's usually a lot of these domestic cases they don't go through that they kind of kind of keep it from within and they work things out mm-hmm. you know um he'll probably you he will probably get he'll probably will get the 6 day suspension because this is still a domestic violence yeah. so so
0: he he's going to get suspended
1: like what happens in the legal terms or what happens outside I know that I know yeah. this
0: is always like that debate about. It'll like, be the uh, what would it be? The NFL argue its conduct d- detrimental to the league, and they'll give him a suspension because you don't need to be found guilty in the court of law in order to get a suspension from the league. Like just just for you putting the the league's name in a bad light because every player not just even even though you play for either the Dolphins or the Cowboys or whatever, you still got that NFL logo attached to you and. And Roger Goodell is going to freaking come down with something for you. Especially when it comes to, to domestic uh, abuse or battery or beating women or any, anything along those lines. There's there's definitely going to be something for that. Uh, to my knowledge, I mean, my loose knowledge, I don't remember Xavier Howard getting arrested for anything else in the past or being yeah. involved with anything else. So maybe the Dolphins just, you know... Maybe they just say, "Hey, you haven't screwed up before. We're gonna give you a second chance, but after that, you're out." Yeah,
1: sounds about right. So that's all
0: I can say. Uh, yeah, let's.
1: There's not much to talk about this moment.
0: No, yeah, cause, of course not. Because you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and then the big hot topic during the off season is the, uh, the quarterback thing. Yeah. And everybody talks about that like every single week. So there's really not much to talk about. <laughs> well, nice. anyway, I guess we're gonna end it here. I hope you guys listened to it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys want to listen to more, we'll probably come up with something more for you. Uh, if anything else comes up, anything else interesting. But for now, that's uh, another episode of the Damn Dolphins Podcast. The Damn Dolphins Podcast. The Damn Dolphins. Good to have to record this again. All right. See you guys.